Today we have big announcements, awards, and a tip about motivation. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to the 23rd episode of the Game Dev Field Guide. I am your host, Zaccavelli. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Zaccavelli underscore. Um, we also have an open community Discord. The link will be in the show notes. For all the episodes in the month of December, we're also doing a little bit of a donation drive, I guess you could call it. Um, there's nothing special or a track or anything about it but if you are looking to do some good this holiday season um, the able gamers charity which is the one we're supporting this year um, is a perfect place to do so so please go check that out in the show notes so let's start this episode off with a big announcement um, this year I'm hoping to do and add a little bit more to the community and with the help of Gerald and Nieblig on the server um, this will be our first big reveal, I guess. And that is that this year we will be doing a monthly game jam. I do want to give credit to the original person behind this idea, and that is Chris Catilla. I hope I said that right. Um, if you don't know who that is, Chris is a uh, game dev who goes by at McFunkyPants on Twitter. Um, he is an indie game dev who did a game jam sort of thing called one game a month, um, and the idea behind that were, was that devs would make an entire game from start to finish every month for a whole year. So at the end of the year, you'd have 12 games. And there was like a community around it with achievements and ways to score points and all sorts of really cool stuff. It was a really cool idea, and it ran from 2012 to 2018, I think, and unfortunately it ended, but I have no doubt that it helped a lot of people get better. And anyways, Nibelig and Gerald had the idea of reviving it, and I gave them my blessing to use the Game Dev Field Guide as a sort of sponsor. We also got the permission of Chris, just to make sure that we were not stepping on his toes, so in case he was going to revive it himself, and he uh, wished us good luck. So, big ups to Chris. Make sure you go check him out on Twitter. That's at McFunkyPants. And so, without further ado, I'd like to present the Game Dev Field Guide Monthly Game Jam. Gerald, um, from our Discord, will be the director, and he will set up a game jam for every month this year. So if you have questions, uh, jump on the Discord and ask Gerald. I will leave a link to the Itch page in the show notes. And just so you know, it's kind of a loose challenge um, because we talked about it, and I think it would be really difficult for the average person to keep this up all year long, making a game every month. And so it's more of a jump in, jump out thing. Um, maybe you can only make a game a month for like one or two months out of the year, or you have a free week and you just want to jam it all in there. Any way you want to do it, you're perfectly welcome to um, come and participate however much you want. I will say that the more months you participate, it will exponentially increase your ability to make games. I truly believe that making small games and game jams like this is the best way at getting better. And even if you fail to meet the month-by-month month deadline, like the first couple times you try or whatever, you're going to just progress so much. So, like I said, uh, finishing projects is like one of the fastest ways to get better, and this is a great opportunity um, for you to participate in. Gerald will have more information about the theme and uh, keynote speakers and all sorts of cool stuff. 
So go check out the itch.io page. I'll put it again in the show notes. So with that, let's go over to the game dev challenge. The game dev challenge is the part of the show where I give a prompt. Um, then members of the community participate in the prompt. It's usually a game design or an art challenge or some kind of question to make you think. And just like a 15-minute exercise to get better at game dev. We kind of did a unique prompt last week, and I think this will become a reoccurring prompt, but it was called Zaccavelli, you dummy. <laughs> and the idea was to, if you've ever disagreed with anything I said in the past and in any of the episodes... Um, here was your chance to kind of go on a rant and start your submission with Zachavelli, you dummy, and then tell me why I'm a dummy. So you guys went a little uh, light on me this time. So next time it comes around, I'm expecting a little bit more <laughs> force, I guess. But I'll, I'll read the submissions from the episode 22 Game Dev Challenge. So the first one comes from Sean G. And he says, Zachavelli, you dummy. When you say depreciated, I think you mean deprecated. And <laughs> this one, um, like I said in the Discord, this one really makes me cringe because I've been saying depreciated when I meant deprecated for honestly like five to ten years. And I've said it in like interviews and <laughs> it's permanently on the Discord or on the show is me using it wrong. So yes, when I say... I got them all mixed up now. When I say... Depreciated, I do mean deprecated. And deprecated, I'll just read the stack exchange definition. Um, deprecated is normally used today for some feature of a computer language, which is still supported, but no longer recommended. So yeah, that's that's what I meant when I said depreciated, I mean deprecated. So now I have a question though. Is it self-deprecating humor or self-depreciating humor? Because I've also used that phrase. So if you know the difference between those two... Come teach me, because English is... I struggle with vocabulary sometimes. And so the next post is from The Fallen One, and he says, Zaccavelli, you dummy, in episode 22, Unreal Engine has so much tutorials and help. Thing is, you have to look. There are at least 10 Facebook groups with 10,000 plus people in it for help, plus tens of thousands of tutorials on YouTube and Udemy. And he ends it by saying, hee hee, that was fun. <laughs> That's good. I hope you had some fun at my expense. And I knew that this probably would happen um, just because I'm not super involved in the Unreal Engine community. And I did say in the Engines episode about how I thought it might be a lot harder to find tutorials and help within the Unreal Engine ecosystem. And the Fallen One brings up a really good point. I never even considered Facebook groups for like a resource. I don't really use Facebook that much. So yeah, that was a really eye-opening um, thing. And I think the Fallen One is right. If you're in the world of Unreal Engine, you probably know where to go to get the tutorials and help. And yeah, it sounds like from the Fallen One, you just have to know where to look. So if you are someone in Unreal Engine and maybe you don't know where to find a solution or you're looking for some certain tutorial, maybe reach out to the Fallen One on the Discord and ask him maybe about where you might find some help. So those were the two posts we got for the episode 22 um, Zaccavelli, you dummy special. I thought it was really fun and it really opened my eyes to <laughs> a few bad habits that I have um, and maybe some places where I had gaps in my knowledge. So I really like that segment. I definitely think we will do it again. So go ahead and next time I say something that you disagree with, write that rant down on a piece of paper and save it for the next Zaccavelli, you dummy.
So um, the game dev challenge I'm going to give for episode 23 is also going to be kind of a different style. Don't worry, for episode 24 we'll go back to the old style. But I really believe in this and I think this is something everyone should do. For episode 23 game dev challenge, I want you to post your goals as a game developer for the year of 2021. I really, really think goals are important to have. They really kind of give you little milestones to work towards to improve your skill as a game developer. And I know that people set like New Year's resolutions every year and they, or at least me personally, (laughs) I go like 50-50 on whether or not I actually do them. So for this year, I set myself a goal. I I think it's a pretty achievable goal and I think it's one that's going to improve my skill. And that is for this year, I'm going to participate in at least five game jams. Usually, well, last year I did three, I think. So kind of up in the ante. And I say at least five because I think in the last year, I really started liking game jams. And I don't know, I don't want it to be like one of those goals where once you hit it, then you don't keep going. So it's at least five, but it could be 10 or could be seven. I don't know. I know at least a couple of them, though, will be the Game Dev Field Guide monthly game jam. So I'm looking forward to participating in that. So yeah, um, for the episode 23 Game Dev Challenge, just run over to the Discord and post your goals. Speak them out loud, have other people see them. Maybe that'll hold you to them a little more. And uh, yeah, just make them achievable. Don't do some like super ambitious stretched out goal. Just do something that is a few steps, maybe even one step ahead of where you are right now. So with that, I'm going to kick it over to the award section of the show. So for the end of the year, I wanted to give out some awards. Um, These are just cool, I guess, recognizations and nods to people who I thought made some really cool stuff this year or really um, gave some time and energy and thought to the community. Um, I'll say more about what each individual award is for later, but just know this will probably be a yearly thing. Um, And this year it might be a little biased because I just picked the people that I thought, but maybe next year we'll do like a community vote and maybe um, do things a little more democratically next year. So let's start with the first award, which is the art piece of the year. The art piece of the year goes to um, the most charming or striking or interesting game-related, or not even game-related, just artistic creation that was posted in the uh, community. And the award for art piece of the year goes to... Llama King for their Game Dev Field Guide fan art. Llama King is a talented pixel artist, um, and there's some great looking and fun games on Llama King's itch.io page. I will be sure to link it in the show notes. And yeah, if you haven't seen this Game Dev Field Guide fan art, it's kind of an alternate logo. I think it looks really cool. Um, it's kind of got this cool, like, faded wood and paper texture which how you do that with pixel art is um just crazy to me i i can (laughs) i just put things in solid colors but here llama king is with like things that are textured with pixels but uh yeah congrats to llama king for winning the award for art piece of the year so the next award is project of the year and this is going to go to um a project that i think is ambitious or well executed or just something that I've seen someone work really hard on um, and consistently. And so the award for the project of the year goes to... Elliot for his work on Tripping on Tubs and the Trippin' Physics Engine. 
First off, I want to say that we owe Elliot as he's the one who suggested to me to make a community hub um, that was all in one place, and eventually that became the Discord. So we owe him big for that. But also, not only does he have good ideas about the community, but he's also working on a very difficult and interesting project. Chippin' on Tubs is a sort of 2D floors melting platformer um, that is being made in an engine that Elliot made himself. The art is done with like an extremely smooth um, animation style that kind of reminds me a little bit of the Boondocks. And what's most impressive to me is that making an engine in a game at the same time not only shows Elliot's amazing technical skill, um, and the art is very good as well, but all of this, this ambitious project, um, it really requires a lot of work ethic and organization to pull something like this off. And so I really admire Elliot's work ethic and organization. Um, the documentation on his physics engine is great. Even a sort of layman like me, um, when it comes to the deeper stuff, uh, was easy to understand with his documentation. So I will leave a link in the show notes to the GitHub where the source code for the engine and game, I think, is stored. And yeah, go check out that documentation and learn about Elliot's project. And so the last award is for Community Member of the Year. This is going to go to um, a person or people who have dedicated a lot of their time or given a lot of their knowledge um, to the community and overall just made it a better place by helping people and, and just in general putting more into the community than I expected, really. And so I'm very thankful to have these people, and I thought it would just be nice to recognize model, I guess you could say, members of the community. And so the award for Community Member of the Year goes to... Gerald and Sean G. And so, yeah, I, I know that I shared one single award, but I'll make up the rules so we can have two people win the same award. Um, and I, I really wanted to recognize these two um, people because it seems like every time I go to the Discord, um, one of them is helping somebody or just bringing a good amount of knowledge to new members of the community or even returning members of the community. And it's nice to have these guys around because I'm not always looking at the Discord and I can count on them to be putting out good information and helping people while I'm not there. Sean G has a deep knowledge and understanding of code. Um, I think he's very helpful in bringing that information to the community in a way that is like digestible, which I really appreciate because... Some of that stuff can get really deep into the weeds, and I think Sean G does a, a great job of explaining it. And if you're looking for plugins for Godot, Sean keeps an awesome list of Godot plugins. I, I think he's personally curated it, and it's on his GitHub link, and it's all sorts of useful plugins. So I would really recommend, especially if you're a Godot user, to go to Sean's GitHub and um, check that stuff out. Gerald is very generous with his time, as you've seen with being the director of the Game Dev Field Guide Monthly Game Jam. I remember back for Let em Dare 47 when we did kind of an event for that. Gerald was very helpful in giving advice. And I think Gerald has a good amount of all-around knowledge. And yeah, Gerald is a talented writer and uh, he's just a funny and nice guy to talk to. So if you're ever looking for kind of generalist advice or maybe what I think his skill that slept on is his writing skill, um, if you want to go talk to him about how to write things that just have, like, personality to them, I would encourage you to reach out to him on the Discord. And if you're looking for fun and short games uh, that will make you laugh, 
I suggest you go try out some of Gerald's games um, on his itch.io page. I'll leave it in the show notes. Um, but I have personally played You Are Going to Die today, um, which he made for Let Him Dare 47. And I can tell you that is a short experience, but it is definitely worth it um, for the laughs and the writing. So go check that out. So yeah, that's all the awards this year. And I was really happy to recognize each of these people, as I think they're a good example of what makes our community great. And I'm definitely proud to have them a part of it. I'm very thankful that they've given you know so much of everyone's limited time to the community. So it would mean a lot to me if you could please show your support to the people who give their time to our community and go check out their links that I'm going to leave in the show notes and leave reviews and stars and comments and all that good stuff. And yeah, that would just, that would really mean a lot to me. So please go check that out. And now we're going to move over to the topic of the episode. And originally I was going to do this as like a quick tips episode, but I picked this one topic and I just wrote so much about it that I figured I might as well just make that the main topic. So the tip I have for you today is about motivation. And I think anyone who has ever done a creative endeavor has struggled with motivation at some point. Game dev to me is no different and it's especially prone to it because it's often a difficult and long task. Uh, just There's a lot of steps to complete. So it's easy to get hung up in kind of what I call like the motivation hole where you're kind of dragging your feet and not getting anything done. And I want to make it clear that I'm not a self-help coach or a guru or anything, but I have struggled with motivation before. And with that experience, I kind of hope that you hear my words and maybe find some help um, in the fact that you're not the only person who struggles with it. And I'll just tell you what works for me sometimes kind of getting out of the motivation hole. So the first thing I think that you really have to do when you're struggling with motivation is you got to be honest with yourself and determine if game dev is really for you. The truth is that sometimes it feels good to feel like a game dev um, but not to actually be one. Like there's a disconnect between what you want to achieve and the work that you have to put in to achieve it. And I know that's a common thing with like all motivation but sometimes I don't like how it's framed it's kind of sometimes framed in a negative way to me because it seems like like you see those motivational posts on twitter or any social media really and it's like saying you're not a real game dev because you're lazy and while I think it's true that it requires hard work um, I think for some people the reason is not because they're lazy it's just they don't like doing the work and I know what you're thinking what's the difference between not like doing the work and being lazy. But to me, it, it doesn't say that, like, not like doing the work doesn't say to me that the person is lazy. It just says to me that they're just an artist or a programmer, um, and they're trying to do something that they don't like doing. And by just an artist or just a programmer, I don't mean that in, like, a negative thing. I just mean that, like, that's your thing. You are an artist or you are a programmer, and that's what you like doing. There are plenty of people in the games industry who focus on one thing and they are incredibly successful. And no one really refers to them as just an artist or just a programmer. And I think no one really says like, oh, they're lazy because they don't want to make the games themselves, right? They, they work on teams with other people who are passionate about the other pieces. And so I guess my point is, is that it's okay to be a specialist in something. And the only reason that I teach Swiss Army Knife style, kind of the game dev style where you know how to do everything and do everything yourself, um, is because it's the most practical for a solo developer. But if you're struggling with motivation and you're stuck in the motivation hole, maybe think about the work that's making you struggle and has you stuck in that hole and think about whether or not the end product is worth it to you. Like if you're an artist and you hate coding, 
and it's keeping you from making games, maybe just look into yourself and be honest with yourself and say, well, I'm just an artist and I need to find a programmer to work with. And that's totally fine. And I think that making your career or hobby kind of about what you like doing um, will not only lead you to just be happier, but I think you'll also progress faster um, if you focus on doing the stuff that you like to do. And that's just for the simple fact that naturally you'll be making stuff more often um, and you won't be stuck in that hole. And it's the practice and iterations that count. For me personally, there are certainly things that I don't like doing in game dev. Um, but to me, the end product is worth the hard work and struggle and the fact that I even get stuck in the motivation hole sometimes. I've had plenty of times where I definitely drag my feet. Um, I still drag my feet on things that I don't like doing. But for me, um, I just kind of struggle through it because the end product and the whole package is kind of what I like about game dev, like if that makes sense. Like I don't like the struggle, but when I'm done, it's like super fulfilling to know that I struggled with it. So these next tips are for people who are sure that they want to be the full package game dev, um, but still struggle with motivation from time to time. And this is definitely how I would classify myself. And the following points can basically be summed up by saying, suck it up and do it. <laughs> and I could end the episode right here. And really, that's the truth. Like I said, I'm not a guru. I don't have any secret knowledge or an essential oil that'll make you sit and work on your game. But what I do have is the experience with struggling with the motivation hole, like I said. What really helped me are two ideas, and neither of them were my own. I actually discovered them through social media. And the first person, um, or the first idea rather, that really helped came to me um, from somebody named Naval Ravenkampf, I think. And Naval just goes by at Naval on Twitter. And it's a he's a really great thread, or follow. Um, his threads are pretty helpful to me. I, I think he would classify himself as like a modern philosopher, maybe. But anyways, he introduced me to the idea that inspiration and motivation are perishable. Um, so when you're feeling inspired or motivated, you have to act like immediately. And w what really got me stuck in the hole sometimes was that I would get excited about work I was going to do, but I would never get down to doing it. And so what I started doing is once I realized that Naval was right, when you get inspired, that's perishable. That degrades over time. And so when you get inspired... Even if it's really quick, just run to your computer and do something about the thing that just inspired you. Or draw something, or write a note about a game idea you had, or sit down and program a prototype. Whenever you get that feeling like you want to work, make sure you use the most. You squeeze out every drop of motivation from that, because it's just true. You just don't always feel inspired or motivated to work, and when you do, you gotta act quick, because it's perishable. And the other thing, I forgot where I learned this. I think it's probably just from Twitter in general, kind of following the game dev tags and other motivational, I guess not motivational speakers, but people like Gary Vaynerchuk. And that's that, like, can't judge yourself so harshly. It really helped me when I realized that negative thoughts just kind of put you even deeper into the motivation hole. When I procrastinated the day away, I would think to myself about, like, being a piece of garbage because <laughs> I didn't get any work done. And you would think, like, this is kind of motivated, right? Like, this is something you'd say to yourself, like, I don't want to be a piece of garbage, so I better work. But really what it did was just put me in an even worse mood, and I just didn't feel like working at all anymore. And so what I started doing was just 
letting things go and not judging myself so harshly. And I fail at this actually a lot, but I've been working on getting better at it. And it has definitely improved my productivity. Now, obviously, you can't just let it go and not work for like years at a time. But if you miss a day or a week or a month because your life got busy or whatever, um, negative thoughts are only going to make it worse. So yeah, just if you miss a day or a week or a month or whatever, just let it go. If you pick the right moments when you're feeling motivated and inspired, like I said before, I think you're going to find that the combination of letting it go when it's when you know maybe you didn't achieve your productivity goal that you wanted and just grinding on some work when you are feeling inspired, I think the combination of those two things could really help some people. And lastly, I just wanted to make a point about a book that I read last year, or I guess I listened to it on Audible. Yeah, Audible. But anyways, there's a really good book. I think it's by Stephen Pressfield, um, but it's called The War of Art. And in it, the author makes a point. He makes a lot of good points, but one that really stuck with me was um, he said, the hardest part about writing is sitting down to do it. And I think that rings true, especially sometime for game dev. There are times when I can't wait to sit down and work on something. You know, I've been thinking about it at my day job all day, and um, I just want to get home and I'll do like eight straight hours and it'll go by in a flash. But there are also times when it takes me like 45 minutes to sit down. And I think that the key is, is that I always try to sit down. A good chunk of the times, honestly, I get distracted and fail. Um, but like I said, I forgive myself for it and I keep trying. And so I hope with that mindset, um, as long as you keep trying, I think you won't get stuck in the motivation hole for too long. <laughs> and like I said, it basically just comes down to um, you just got to do it. But the good news is that you can do it as long as you keep trying. So with that, I'm going to end the episode. Um, I'm sorry if this comes out a little late or if the audio quality or my voice quality is not so great. I have been battling a sickness for the last couple days. So yeah, I hope that's all cleared up by the next episode. Um, the next episode will be a zoomed out look at multiplayer. Remember, if you'd like to get a hold of me, um, you can reach out to me on Discord, that's in the show notes, or my Twitter or Instagram, that's at underscore Zachavilli underscore. Don't forget about the donations to the Able Gamers charity. Make sure that you go and check out all of the award winners sort of content in the show notes. And I look forward to this year's Game Dev Field Guide monthly game jam. If you're interested in doing that, come jump on the Discord. Um, we have a whole channel for it. And yeah, I would really encourage everyone listening to this to participate that in that at some point this year. I think you're going to get a lot better at making games. So I'm looking forward to participating in it with you. With that, I'm going to sign off. I've been Zeccavelli. Happy New Year, and I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>